0: I'm back to talking talkin teddy, teddy. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> no teddy this week so we're just gonna have to talk about the rest of our uh west world heroes uh heroes uh even when they don't wear capes. talking talking Jim this talk- week <laughs> right. talking craddock yep we're in uh so yeah uh we are covering season two episode four the riddle of the sphinx uh we will spoil it from here on out so uh go watch that before you listen to us and uh, we have done absolutely no research, so anything we uh, come up with is right out of our heads, and therefore probably not right. However, we did find out that one of our theories from last week has already been proven correct. Yeah. In Season 2, Episode 4, The Riddle of the Sphinx. A title that we'll return to in just a bit. But first, what happened in this episode? Uh, James Delos came back from the dead, uh, repeatedly. 149 times, I believe. 149 times. Yeah. Uh, Just shy of one fitty. Clementine, uh, who's real good at dragging, just real good, dragged Bernard to a cave where he discovered Elsie, who is still alive, and they discovered that the park is in the singularity business, turning people into robots. Uh, Also, when was all that happening? Because at one point Bernard discovered that he was not actually with Elsie, but just remembering that he was with Elsie. So we'll return to that as well. William figured out he's not such a bad guy after all. Just, you know, death incarnate. And Grace or, should I say, Emily was taken by Ghost Nation, escaped no thanks to the lesser Hemsworth, to rejoin us at the end of the episode where she meets her dad, <gasps> the man in black slash William slash Ed Harris. Dun, dun, dun. Papa. Alright, Ben. The, the plot moved forward this episode. Oh, so much plot. Yeah. So And, and without just tons of exposition, I thought this was a I, this, this might be my favorite episode so far. Uh, well, things were handled really well, yeah,
1: I thought. Yeah, yeah, really good pacing. Definitely a lot happened. We got to see a nice... Uh, we haven't seen Ed Harris kick that much ass since, I think, the first episode. So that was nice to see. It's always my favorite part of the old William storyline. And I've never liked him kicking ass. Two two things on your intro, by the way, on your on your story outline. Uh, one is yeah. Clementine, Dragon Bernard. Just when you thought the only HBO show with dragons was Game of Thrones. right? We got a lot, a lot of dragon. Hey, oh, nice. A lot of dragon when Clementine's dragon. on the screen. Second one, sorry for the pun, uh, right. Is that when you say Ghost Nation? It just sounds like all of Ghostface Killers fans. Yes, right. Red Sox Nation, Warriors Dub Nation. We got Ghost Nation. Okay, Ghost Nation. Yes. Anyway, yes. That's all I got on that. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought when every time Bernard says, "Is this is this happening now?" Because he's whisper. He's he's taken on Dolores' mm-hmm. whisper talking all the time. Intense whispering. Elsie, is this happening now? And uh, if he <laughs> asks really quiet that, that every name. single time, then he as like it's like his way of spinning the totem right like in inception it's like oh if i'm asking yes. this then yeah. it can't be a memory if he's always asking that then that yeah. will be in every memory though Then it's always a memory <laughs> oh yeah it's not he's really working he needs a totem that. that's why that's why chris is the smarter nolan brother totems <laughs> and he, he and gets hemsworth. the better hemsworth yeah
0: so okay let's let's just start with bernard then because uh, he he says when he's with elsie he's like wait oh no i'm yeah. not here right now this is a memory and then he interacts, and he's there, and so we definitely flash back, and we were with him right. the first time with Elsie, and also we saw the time before that when he turned all the robots right. against right, right, the right. people and killed everybody,
1: uh, and probably set James Delos free. Uh, I'm Whoa! Guessing. So what? What? Wait, what do you mean he set James Delos free? So you don't think James Delos was died in that fire, or you think that happened before or after? I'm confused. So,
0: okay, so we got, uh,
1: let's do A, B, and C, right, right, chronologically. B is
0: him and Elsie. When he and Elsie get there, uh, all the lab dudes are dead. How did they die? A is when he killed them. And I'm assuming that is also when he set James Delos free. Because when they get there, James Delos is on his his little stationary bike, and he comes at them and has gone nuts. And I'm guessing he already killed the one guy who was his keeper. And so... That happened as a result of A, I'm thinking.
1: Why would Robert want to set Delos free? Mm-hmm. Maybe just to cause chaos. Two, yep. what is the other brain that Bernard put in his pocket? The singularity. Yep. And then three, why did he go back to that room for the C storyline?
0: That's that's my big question is C. Okay. It during what time period is he remembering this? Because there was a time period in which
1: he goes, wait, oh, this isn't now. This is or I guess for memory. the B storyline, right? He's back in his cage. Delos is. Delos is back in his cage during the B storyline. Well, but his cage is broken. So he just ended up back there? He just reverted back to the default computer or whatever? He's just
0: doing a stationary bike thing. Okay, all right. Which is kind of a metaphor for his life. That's fair. Uh, Listening to records on repeat. Okay, so yeah, tell me about C again. Uh, So C is the time when uh, Bernard is remembering all of this. Because Mm -hmm. when he thinks he's with Elsie, he realizes, wait, I'm not here right now. I'm just remembering it because I've come back.
1: He could just be confused.
0: Yeah, you're right. He could be remembering it on the beach. He doesn't have to be there when he's remembering it. But there is a time C in which he's remembering this from because he he is watching Elsie do all this stuff and realizing that he can't interact because it's just a memory.
1: This could be them looking at his memories like all of Bernard's storyline could be the very last thing. And they're just looking at Bernard's memories from the last 11 days. Absolutely. So that's why it's all, all messed up. Uh, so what, what's the other singularity brain that he's he's getting out of the cage, you think? Um, Williams. Right? Man, Man in Black? Yeah, yeah Williams. I mean, Williams is the go-to, obviously, yeah. I guess. They although, finally perfected <sighs> Delos, so now he can do it. Although, he, no, he he's death himself. He, he, he knows to die. What's his quote, right? Is that people aren't meant to live forever. It took me a long, yeah. long time to learn this, but some men are better off dead. Uh-huh. And he's referring to both of them in the room. I mean, yep. very much so. Just as much himself as he is Delos. So. Yeah, could be Robert. Yeah, which is why he sent him on that mission. Uh, for this one, let's let's jump to the riddle of the Sphinx. Table it. All right, yeah, bring it, bring it, yeah,
0: and uh, talk about that because that may help us answer some of these questions. All right, Uh Do you know what the riddle of the
1: Sphinx is? It is what? Yeah, it's the it's the baby man, old man. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: And it it occurs. Or the I don't know if this is the first time, but the most famous one is in Oedipus Rex, uh, oh, okay. Sophocles' is great play, in which Oedipus is uh, hanging out, heading over to God. I can't remember anything. Uh, Thebes, maybe. Anyway. He's heading into town, um, meets the Sphinx along the way. There's the riddle. He solves the riddle. Then he meets a guy along the path, kills the dude, gets to town. Uh, There's the queen of town. He marries her. And then he finds out that there's this evil in the town. Someone has killed his father and married his mother. And uh, Jocasta, his wife, figures it out before he he does. And it turns out that it's him. So he stabs his own eyes out. Yes. That's the best part. All right gouges him right out uh actually the best part is that he gouges them his eyes out with the brooch from his mom slash wife's dress that was used to actually keep the dress on it was a Uh, fastening tool meaning that he disrobes his mother and murders himself with the implement but we didn't we didn't see eyes with
1: it we didn't see any eyes falling onto the ground no, every no. five so there's minutes. No, of no this episode. connection to
0: eyes falling onto the ground. You're exactly right. <laughs> All right, so back to the riddle of Sphinx, yes.
1: which is, and in, in the morning I go
0: on four legs, at noon I go on two legs, and in the an evening I go on three legs. And Oedipus solves it. The answer is man, and uh, the the Sphinx is overcome by this and jumps off a cliff. This okay. is vaguely how I remember it. It's been you know a couple decades. Sure, anyway, for
1: sure.
0: um, so one of the twists here though is. Uh, You know, the connection is that the answer is man, that, you know, you're a baby, and then you walk upright, and then you walk with a cane. One of the twists, though, is uh, that it's Oedipus himself. He walked on four legs, uh, not just because he was a baby at one point, but when he was cast out into the woods so that uh, his father would not be killed by his son. That was the original prophecy that led his father to Mm. throw him out into the wilderness where he was raised by shepherds. He actually uh, drove a stake through his his ankles to cripple him so that he couldn't, uh, actually like get away and survive at all. And Oedipus means bruised foot. And so that's why Milton in, uh, I think paradise regained uses Oedipus as a symbol of Christ. Nerd alert, nerd alert. Nerd so, alert, uh, nerd alert. that's why he walks on four. Yeah. 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 That's, that's why he, he walks on, uh, four is not just because, uh, he is a baby, but probably cause it took him a little bit longer than most kids mm, gotcha. since he'd been wounded. Gotcha. Also all, not all old men walk with canes. But if you gouge your eyes out, you do. And sure enough, in the sequel, Oedipus at, Col- at Colossi, he is walking with a cane uh, because he's blind.
1: I feel like I'd rather kill myself than gouge my own eyes yep, out.
0: Yep, That's yep, yep. Rough. The actual
1: answer to the to the riddle is Oedipus. Uh, oh, nice.
0: And it's you know one more kind of bending back on itself and and one more level of irony. Anyway, yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, how does that connect to what we're looking at now? Aging is part of it. Mm-hmm. not knowing that, that the answer is you possibly some edible relationships in terms of, uh, his daughter likely that she would, she wants to kill him, mm-hmm. uh, is my guess, but also just all the familial relationships between him and his father-in-law. I think that that may be a connection there. There's
1: lots of, uh, little family triads going on throughout this episode. Nice. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I guess I'm more interested. I keep asking myself, am I more interested or less interested in these stories? At the end of every episode, I feel like that's kind of like a stock report. Like, right. did this did this episode increase or decrease how much I care about these characters, how much I care about these stories? I feel like the last two episodes were just kind of maintained or decreased. And this one right. definitely improved almost all of them. I think all the yeah. Dello stuff definitely made me understand William's point of view. I think his daughter is going to really help that. Especially because going into the season, you weren't at all interested in old William. I was a little yeah, bit well, more. i just finally I in on William, ass. yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's definitely much more interesting. Uh, Bernard stuff, the memory stuff is helpful. I f- I feel like it's just so hard for me to get a grasp on this season for more than a f- like a f- one episode or two episodes at a time. It almost seems like it's JJ J. Abrams mystery box stuff. That's just like, I guess we got the daughter thing pretty quickly. That was, she was introduced last episode. And by the end of this one, so two hours in, we got to find that who that is and her, her role, at least in William's life. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Did this, did this episode increase or decrease your, I guess your kind of emotional stock in, in any storylines?
0: Definitely in Williams. Um, yeah. it got me a couple places. One, you got to understand how you go from William to the man in black. Yeah. Um, cause I, I really didn't like the man in black and, and didn't feel like the story with Dolores that we got with William was enough to get us to the man in black. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a real, uh, misanthropy to him there's this real hatred of humans uh in the man in black and his violence against robots is not because he thinks robots are less than humans he just thinks that life has no meaning right. and i don't think that happened with dolores that's where the door was opened but it made a lot more sense in this episode with his conversations with delos right you could just see meaning being sapped from him yeah where he had gotten a new thing it was like okay so i I won't find meaning with dolores but you know what I'll i'll find it with immortality and the money that I make off of immortality and coming to grips with, with the necessity of death was kind of his, his storyline until he gets to the place where he decides to embody death. But if he does, it's a, it's actually a, a good death. He is, he is wreaking revenge, right? He is protecting the, the innocent in some ways, even though, you know, why, why would William save that family? Why would he save that town? It makes absolutely no sense for his character because he's, he's shown us that he does not care about the lives of robots at all. Right. Uh, And so something changed for him. And I think he, he's starting to see meaning very differently and whose life matters and those kinds of things very differently. And starting, I mean, I talked earlier about how Dolores is out to create her own meaning. I think William is doing that as well. The difference between taking a script that was written for you and deciding to write your own script that's that second endeavor is what Dolores and William were both trying to do.
1: And that's all written by Robert. It has to be at this point, right? Because we even get the confirmation of Lawrence's daughter talking to William. Right, right. At the end there, saying, like, you, you know, if you're going forward, you're going the wrong way. I'll play this game to the bone. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What, what game though. do you play to it's the such bone? Such a good old William line, though.
0: <laughs> play to the bone, Willie. What games are you playing? I don't know. No, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unclear you know to to what extent robert is still in control yeah i totally agree
1: but i mean that's that's what elsie asks right is ford in control of you now that's yeah. the exact line she asks yep. bernard ford's dead i love his answer he doesn't say yes. no 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 ford doesn't control me yeah he says ford's dead and this is half hour before he even does that whole plea at the end right of just kind of yep. that touching speech to elsie where he's just like no i'm good i'll never hurt you again and then he has the like Crazy acid trip where he's like, oh, wait, I killed everyone here and stole someone's sentience. So yeah. let's go. Yeah. My, my initial discussion point was like, oh, let's discuss if we can trust Bernard. No. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is yeah. no. Especially that the conversation ends with, never hurt me again, Bernard. Okay. Cool. I would never hurt anyone. Take this rifle and walk behind me as we walk out of this room. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, not, not going to end well. Elsie's going to die again. She's already died twice in this show. She's going to die a <laughs> third time.
0: And and the question isn't just uh, you know can we trust Bernard Um, but how can we trust anyone when so much of this show is about how none of us are in control of ourselves yeah Uh, that that there are forces beyond us in control Uh, the the scripts
1: that make up our lives so uh, one of the other notes is when they found Delos in his like scarred up face and he'd been there for however long. Uh, I wrote down Emily Grace. Emily or Grace. We don't know William's daughter's name. She's Grace in IMDb, but his daughter in the flashback is Emily. So Emily Grace is what she is now sure. uh, until the first scene of next episode when we find out her name. But I wrote down Emily Grace is going to find her grandpappy, which is yeah. that be a, what a touching scene. That would have been just like heartbreaking and horrifying. Oh, that would be. I'm glad that didn't happen. And then I was like, grandpappy, Pappy Van Winkle. Boom. What kind of whiskey were they drinking that he brought him every day or whatever for 149 straight iterations? It was Mantia, which Mantia. not a real, or Mancha, not a real whiskey. Uh, Mantia maybe. sounds good. Um, Mantia. And before we move on, though, Happy uh, oh, sure. Van
0: Winkle played a pretty big role in tonight's Silicon Valley. So we uh, oh, have to get in on
1: that. I'm so excited. I, I know you are. Oh, okay.
0: so uh so yeah mantia and and then you texted me um the the research you had done on the mantia so <laughs> yes, lots of research uh, yep I googled the word mantia definition yeah well you, you nailed it um see it says um word forming element meaning divination by means of from Latin mantia from Greek mantea Oracle, divination mantis seer so praying mantis is a uh praying seer oh interesting um, okay and so related yeah. to... Yeah. Mania, madness, frenzy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, necromancy, which is divination by means of the dead. Oneiromancy, divination by means of dreams, interpretation mm. of dreams. Uh, and tons and tons of tons of other mancies. I believe chiromancy is uh, palm reading. Uh, anyway, there's a, there's a bunch of them. I remember running across uh, in, I think, the Iliad, the uh, term for the reading of the entrails of birds uh or something like that.
1: Of course, right. Uh, it's very specific really mancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So they were they were into their mancies. Yeah. Yeah, mantia is it's a really interesting term for for that and to to talk about what are what are they trying to divine? What are they trying to determine? Mm-hmm. And this is for a scene in which uh William over and over and over is going to go to um Delos and try to determine if he is human. Right. That's the the way that the whiskey will tell him, that sitting down and having this conversation will tell him. Uh, you know, it's nothing magical about the whiskey, I don't think. It's just the, the thing that he sparks the conversation. Sure. Uh, which might have been why he chose that one for it. And in that sense, it kind of acts for, as like a, a crucible, uh, that kind of test, where um, we're, we're going to find out one way or another. It's a, a nice little litmus test. Uh, and so William also got another litmus test, right, uh, with the uh, nitro. Uh, right. and with, uh, with that scene there. Uh, and I bet if we, we looked back at it, we'd see lots of people getting tested in, uh, in this episode. Uh, maybe Bernard not getting tested. Mm. We're, we're kind of worried we would like to divine where he's going.
1: Yeah. 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 By the way, best death ever on HBO was Craddock. That major. Craddock's oh death.
0: yes. <laughs> that was pretty solid. That was baller. That was straight out of planet terror.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally over the top. Couldn't really hate someone more. Yeah. Uh, or you have someone who had earned being able to kill that guy more and like a death that was just like his head explode. It was just so good. Good for Lawrence. So good. Good for that robot killing the other robot who threatened the other robots. Yep. And I'm trying to figure out in my mind like, okay,
0: does the nitro like, would it explode once it touches like his gastric juices as he <laughs> digests it? Wait, he's a right. robot. Does he have those? Ju- right. Wait, what's happening? Right. Do I care?
1: Right. I think I care. Right. Oh, he blew up. Awesome. Oh, he blew up. Explosions are cool. Oh, man. No Dolores or Maeve this week. But we in the next time on, we got a lot of I think we're going to just live in Shogun world or, or whatever we're calling that. It, it's so tough because every time I see the next time on, I'm just like, really? Like, we're going to spend a whole week doing that. And then it all happens in the first 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But every single time I'm still depressed by I think it does the opposite of what it's supposed to do, which is get me excited and like make sure I tune in. Really? But maybe they they know at this point, like, if I'm watching episode four, I'm going to be watching episode five. That's true.
0: It yeah, does they, not You're not going to tune out for any reason. Right, right, right. right. Uh, dude, I'm so stoked for Shogun World. I've made a list of seven Kurosawa movies that you need to watch wow. before next week. So well, just,
1: you know, prepare. Got six and ready. a half days left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should be good. Boy. Oh, man. One of the notes I made is that Jeffrey Wright is just the perfect, let's say actor, but the perfect person to play the part of Bernard Arnold. Yeah. Because he has that kind of unassuming high school history teacher aura where he's just kind of like in his sweater vest, like walking around like, oh, can I help you with that? Oh, it looks, you know. But also constantly, I guess, like overly serious about stuff, like overly intense. Yeah. Where it's just kind of always foreboding. And earnest. Not just serious, but earnest. Yes. And it's so serious that you know, like you feel like you're about to die constantly, even though nothing's wrong. Like this cave, Elsie. I've been in this cave before. Yeah. For, just just tell me. Just tell me in a normal voice. Why can't we be jovial? Hey, hey, Elsie, I think I've been in this cave before. Is this? Is that, did you get like a weird deja vu, Elsie? No, is yeah. that just me? Come on. So the one
0: thing I think I was most disappointed by in this episode yeah, yeah, yeah. was the train tracks because I saw it in the preview in the sure. next time on. It was the first scene too. And I was the like, first scenes. oh, I cannot wait to hear the story about why that's happening because that is such a cool thing and it's such a – robots using humans as tools yeah, as you know, material. Sure. Like what a great piece of symbolism. And that was the entirety of it. Like there was no yeah. more meaning to it than that. We ran than out of that. wood. Yep. Did anybody say that? No, no, I, no. I mean, I, that's, yeah, I don't that, know why else
1: they would, or to torture people, right. I guess. Yeah. It seems like it's not as effective as a plank of wood would be. Right. Right. Uh, no, it was, it was like,
0: get it, it's a metaphor. Right. And I mean, the, the closest we got to something kind of helping that was that William was just fed up with it. It was like, yeah, real, road's supposed to go that way guys. Yep. which is like an okay line. Like I guess at this point, they're just setting up the metaphor and then making fun of it.
1: But yeah, yeah I wanted more out of that. Yeah. That was something else I wanted more out of was the, the ghost nation storyline where they, they take, oh, grace, yeah. they take Emily grace over there and like, where are you taking us to the first of us? I was like, oh, cool. We'll get to learn more about Ghost Nation finally rather than just, just being like a nightmare, right? Where they're just terrifying yeah. and they kidnap or kill people we like occasionally once or twice a season. And nope, she just runs away before it happens. And they whisper something to the lesser Hemsworth and just you run and disappear. Uh, I am more hopeful about Ghost Nation
0: now. Okay. I was worried. So one of the theories was that um, going into this week was that we would see uh, Elsie in control of Ghost Nation. Mm. I'm glad that that did not happen. And, um, ghost nation, you know, we've talked about, they seem to be a different force, uh, than Dolores, than the Confederados, uh, than the humans, uh, they're, they're doing their own thing. Uh, but one of the things we learned in this episode is that they seem to be taking care of the guests. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be protecting them to some extent. Oh really? At least not killing them. Well, they're killing, they're only killing the hosts compared to most of the other hosts. That's true. (laughs) Right. So I, my, my thought is that they actually chained them up and took them here to like, to actually protect them. Yep. And Emily Grace uh, does not need protection. She'll be just fine on her own.
1: Yes. Yeah. I wonder what she wants. We still don't know what she wants. I'm wondering how well she'll align with William. We know that they don't get along, obviously, just the way Williams talked about her. I want to know why she speaks Lakota. Right. I mean, she was just like, yeah, most people don't
0: care about their stories. Right. Most people don't care enough to learn Lakota.
1: Yeah. And she has the whole map uh, thing, the journal thing. So it, I wonder if her own aim is the same as, is Craddock's, is the same as Williams, is the same as Dolores's. As the, I mean, it seems like we're all lining up to find that thing in the last episode or second to last episode. Although I keep saying that about things and they happen like the next episode, which I love. Yeah. I'm not sure about glory. I think
0: glory might be literally nothing just a MacGuffin with like within the park, just
1: a MacGuffin. Makes, right. Yeah. I, all of us have MacGuffins. Yes. Every human being. Right. So yeah. it makes sense that Robert would put in as far as like something that you're living for Mo- yeah. yeah, moment to moment, day to day, lifetime, your family, whatever it is. And so, Corey
0: yeah. feels so intentionally
1: vague. And we've heard it so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even uh, he even called it out in this episode, right? He's like, you don't even know what you're searching for. I don't know how to get there. And he yeah. does. I, I like,
0: literally him. think it's just a MacGuffin. That's fair. But like, a very intentional MacGuffin. Like Robert gave him a MacGuffin. You're right. And it was like, you care about glory. That's the thing. It's just the most important thing ever. I'm never going to create it, but uh, that's the thing you care about. You're getting to glory, whatever that is. And then William was able to leverage that against him. Right. 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 And so I don't think that that lines up with what Dolores is going after. Uh, The big question is, does what is what Dolores is going after? Does that line up with what William's going after? Uh, And is it
1: William's weapon? we I need to go back and look at the like the trailer for this season. We've seen what looked to be, I believe, it was a two shots, so it might not be. But Dolores, like in a modern car, like driving through a desert, mm. like we at some point, maybe it's just a different world, right? But right. we're going to see Dolores get out of Westworld, Shogun World, get into a modern time, and I'm hoping that's not another world. I'm hoping that's real life, right? Did this episode at all change your? your thought of kind of where you want the season to end. It, it could it possibly end past these 11 days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if it's past these 11 days. If so, not very far, okay. but I, I would like to see Dolores on her way out yeah. of Westworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like that a lot. If she was outside of Westworld by the end of this season. And so that can easily happen. Like we can find out that the entire time that they were on the beach and this, all the flashbacks were happening, you know, Dolores a day earlier had gotten out.
1: Right. Um, that's true. Yeah, that's,
0: that doesn't necessarily have to, to break the things, especially if it's a nice kind of heist thing
1: where it comes together. And you're like, oh, she's already out. Right, right. right, right. Um, and that is Teddy as Bernard. Yes. See, yes. So we talked we talk Teddy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no Teddy in next okay. week's thing, by the way. So in the ABC Bernard storylines, yes. uh,
0: which one was Teddy?
1: Zero. He's, all, he's always been Teddy all along. Absolutely. Teddy was Arnold. Oh, man. All right. So anything else going on this week? Any, you want to do any predictions? Any change in predictions? I guess we got our big prediction was was right. We nailed it. I, and my prediction, I guess the biggest prediction I have was middle aged William would die. But if he couldn't even get Dallas to work, why would you know? As a, as a yeah. robot, why would he get himself to work as a robot? So that's probably that not, not kind gonna true.
0: work. true. It was uh, it was a good one. I like. I liked it too. Um,
1: so. All right, uh, Dolores in Shogun World. That's gonna be my prediction.
0: Did we not see her there? Well, we we just saw a bunch of shots of Maeve in Shogun World, and then one shot of Dolores. I don't think we could use any context clues to tell us that she was there. But I just feel like it's not going to be an episode that like takes place 90% in Shogun world. And then we get one shot of Dolores. Yeah. So I'm thinking that she is going to make it to Shogun
1: world. Oh, Here's my new prediction. Yeah. Yeah. In the next time on Dolores says to grow, we all need to suffer, Mm. which that's, she's saying that to Teddy while she's switching Bernard and Teddy's brains. Ooh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) At least I'm sticking with that one. Or at least giving him the plan. Yes, and saying this yes, is what we're doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep, that's about all we got this week. It took me a long time to learn this, Jay, but some men are better off dead. That's the truth. Uh, all right, Ben, remember you live only as long as the last person who remembers you. I don't understand what that means, but it sounds really wise. It sounds really good. I, I, I don't think the lesser Hemsworth will ever forget it. Never, never. But somebody might forget him. Thanks for listening to OverThoughts, a part of the OverThink Podcast Network. Uh, If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the Podcast Network. And if you're really feeling generous, go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes. That would really help us out in a big way uh, and would help us create more content to share with you as well. So as always, you can check out our website at OverThinkPod.com. And our handle is at OverThinkPod pretty much everywhere else. So go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook. And that would help us by spreading the word. Uh, We're always interested in hearing from listeners, so please drop us a line and let us know what you think of the show. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, that kind of thing. Uh, Maybe even if you want to suggest uh, some topics for us to cover on a podcast, that'd be great. You can email us at overthinkpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for stopping by.